All right, we're going to begin this class. It is an initiate level class. It's going to be on Trataka or focus using the third eye. And this is important for you to have this before you go to initiation. Uh, the two most important things that you will learn will be focus and recognition. Without those two things, it is next to impossible to achieve any of the other things. The focus and recognition allow you to achieve that awareness. That awareness allows you to achieve a higher level of consciousness. And that higher level of consciousness allows you to achieve higher levels of enlightenment. So, without focus and recognition, it's really hard to get anywhere. Alright, so I'm going to give you a little bit of background first. The ancients practices... The ancient practices refer to the ability of being aware of energy fields at higher levels. These higher levels are sometimes referred to as cosmic intelligence or cosmic consciousness. This is the higher self state of enlightenment in the human mind that is beyond that of a mortal or lower self. In the fulfillment of higher levels or attaining the source of the universe, the human mind has entered a state of knowledge instead of mere beliefs. This state of mind is beyond that of reasoning in that it has attained an awareness of the universe and its relation to being and recognition of the oneness in all things at the quantum level. So that ability to focus on something and maintain that focus and being able to recognize that you have that focus is the key to attaining that state of knowledge and attaining that state of mind. The quantum theory is explained as emission and absorption of energy by matter and the notion of material particles. Quantum theory and theory of relativity form the theoretical basis of modern physics. Just as the theory of relativity assumes importance where very large speeds over time are involved, quantum theory assumes importance where very small quantities are involved. In other words, on the scale of molecules, atoms, and elementary particles. Quantum theory exposes the basic oneness of the universe. It shows that we cannot decompose the world into independently existing smaller units because it has to come from the smallest unit possible in order to be in existence. As we infiltrate into matter, nature does not show us any isolated basic building blocks, but rather appears a, as a complicated web of interrelations between the various parts of the unified whole. This network of relations is intrinsically dynamic. According to quantum theory, matter is never inactive or inert, but always in a state of motion. And so when we talk a lot about the energy classes, uh, energy is continuously in motion. It is never static or never motionless, and it can only be converted or transformed, which those two things alone tell you that everything is in motion. Uh, on a microscopic level, materials around us may seem lifeless and inert. In fact, matter is not passive and inert, but is rather continuously moving and vibrating. This emphasizes that the universe has to be grasped dynamically and that its structures are not static or rigid, but, but are in a state of dynamic equilibrium. In biological humans, there are organs for hearing, seeing, touching, tasting, and smelling. Similarly, there is an organ for thought, and it is the pineal gland, or that which we call the third eye. If dormant, it is possible to stimulate it into activity. 
When it is stirred into activity, thought force is raised to the nth degree and cosmic intelligence begins to function. The problem is, is that if it's uh, dormant, it can also be calcified. And so in a calcified state, it would need to be cleaned up first before it could come online. Scientists believe that the pineal gland is a relic of the third eye and that it is a small remnant of something that was once much larger and more noticeable. Maybe they should look to the ancient text. <laughs> it is, however, embryonic meaning in the rudimentary stage with potential for further development. In other words, uh, what they're saying now is that it can be developed. It was developed. We, we lost most of it from lack of use. The third eye, or invisible eye, provides perception beyond ordinary sight and embraces eternity. While the two physical eyes look only at the present, neither seeing the past nor the future. Okay. So to develop the pineal gland, or third eye, and raise consciousness to the higher levels, we use Trataka. Trataka enhances the ability to concentrate or focus using the third eye at the quantum level. Trataka is practiced in two stages. In the first stage, attention is fixed on a symbol, for example, a coin or a flame. The focus or concentration comes from staring at it, paying attention to each thought and feeling as it arises. When the thought or feeling is formed, it must be let go so that the mind is completely absorbed with the symbol. As the practice continues, it is not uncommon for the eyes to water or feel strained. At first, the symbol will be real, but later it will exist only in the mind's eye or in your third eye. Then the exercise and concentration comes from trying to hold it there for a long period of time to bring about the efflorescence of the intuitive faculties. So in other words, um, being able to hold that focus, right? Uh, in other words, not having to have the coin or the flame or the picture or whatever you've been using, but being able to hold that focus actively in that third eye is the indication that it has come online. The third eye is a natural part of every human being. It can be likened to a meta-organ that consists of your mind and all your senses working together as a larger, more powerful sensory organ that the pineal gland then acts as a focal point to create a vision. Your third eye is, is a sense that can be used in many different ways to sense and visually interpret energy around us. So it's very much, uh, think of ourselves like a computer. Uh, you know, we know that we have the data flowing within us, right, because we have a mind, okay, and we have appendages that, that can operate the keyboard or what it, whatever the case may be. But, the, but in order for us to recognize and see the data, we must have that monitoring screen, and that's very much what our third eye is, the monitoring screen for us. By seeing energy as a mental overlay, rather than just an abstract concept, it becomes a tangible property of life that we can learn how to sense and interact with in a deeper manner. While our physical eyes can see the results of energy in action, our third eye sees energy directly. Our physical eyes only see what they are designed to see via the light spectrum. On the other hand, our third eye processes information and then overlays that information over our other senses in such a way that we can then interpret and interact with energy in a more precise manner. It allows us to understand where the energy is, what it is doing, and to see it. The key to understanding what you perceive is dependent upon your ability to interpret results for what you are seeing. That's the recognition part. 
there is a lot of room for mistranslation between the facts and what your third eye returns to you. Each of us sees things differently, so oftentimes it is problematic to share what we see with others. So, for instance, if I were to say the word blue, everybody would have what their definition of blue is in their mind's eye. And no two are going to be alike. The unique nature of each human being ensures that each of us sees the world from a different perspective. For example, when we hear the word cup, each of us may visualize a completely different cup. What one person will sense is different from another. Consider a person who sees auras or light. Our bioenergetic field, or more commonly called auras, are an information overlay of data. Our brain has the ability to process visual information, but the image it creates is not limited to what comes from our physical eyes. So, for instance, what you see on this page isn't just black lines of text, but rather words and then concepts with the ideas overlaid, which provides us with a complete picture, and that's very much what our org bodies do. It is the same when we look at another person or thing. We don't just see the exterior data, such as what the person is wearing. Instead, our whole neural network, mind, and sense organs perceive and form a larger, more sensitive image by focusing on the energy and patterns that translates into detailed data. There are so many clues in front of you that you tell that you can tell about the person's emotional state, well-being, level of distraction, and so many other factors. In reality, what you are seeing is slightly different over what is happening, but your mind is always altering your experience to give you extra information and to work with it. If you look at the scientific research, you will discover the mind is constantly editing our perception, and not for the better, if it's your conscious mind. So the third eye uses this natural mental capacity to alter our perception, to add in extra data or focus on the reality of the energies more than we realize. The third eye is a perceiver that returns information or data as energetic states. Seeing auras, chakras, or energy is a very real and tangible skill, one that can be taught. Your third eye senses another person's emotions, emotions, which is an empathetic state. The third eye allows you to feel how a person is doing. It can show you how a person's life story is flowing flowing. With the third eye, you can get inklings of what might be past, present, or future, as well as those things that are out of sight. The trick isn't opening the third eye, but rather to learn to focus and recognize that we see more than we realize with the third eye. In some instances, the third eye may be blocked energetically or dor dormant through lack of use or calcified due to health and or dietary deficiencies. The real problem is most people unconsciously ignore it altogether. For others, it's something to fear, so many people actively look away when it is trying to show you something. Opening the third eye means practice, practice, and more practice, and more practice. The trick is learning how to accept it. And you have to accept what is there, meaning you must believe to see. It doesn't work the other way around. It isn't you see and then you believe. You must believe to see. And then learning to interpret what you are sensing and seeing. So if you follow the document, you're going to find that there are a couple of exercises and methodologies at the end of it that allow you to begin to practice. But I can't tell you enough that the most important thing you can do is practice, practice, practice. There's never enough practice. So I hope that you benefit from this, that you work on your focus, and uh, 
hopefully you will learn that uh, as you go along that will get better and better and uh, I wish you nothing but unconditional love and we'll see you next time